So the thing you did this morning, was that done here? The guy came to see you here? Yeah, I, um... And you were training him, what, in the back? In the back, yeah. We did a little bit, um, inside, too, for the pull-ups and stuff. But, like... Just a personal thing? Like, just you and him? Yeah, yeah. Um, normally I have a, a group on Saturdays, but, uh, it was just him. So we just did yeah, our own thing today. Yeah, savage. No. And you were raised right, you know. Yeah, man. Uh, so what do you, and what do you have after this? You got another class? Have yeah, I, I have a um, a group out in Encino. Okay. That I do like two to three times a week. Uh, it's actually at like a like a live-in rehab treatment center. Oh. I teach boxing and stuff to them. And, oh, that's good. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Like, it's like volunteer? Or is that a paid gig? Oh yeah, yeah, it's paid for sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh no, I don't, I don't do I'm that. getting paid. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's paid. Um, it's cool, man. It's interesting, like. They're is the only people I teach that are under eighteen. Um, oh, they're under eighteen. Yeah, they're under oh, eighteen. Oh, like kids. Oh shit. Yeah, and you know it's like they don't want to be there, and yeah. so it's a challenge learning how to like get them to want to do it and to like, you know, they're going through a lot. Like they're dealing with a lot of shit, and then like they're constantly being forced to do this and that. So it's it's been a challenge to learn how to like how like, do I get these people that don't want to do yeah, this want yeah. to do this. Most people that come to me, you know. They come to me, <laughs> but I, I mean, so so how old? They're not eighteen. Were they like sixteen, seventeen? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, sixteen, seventeen. Sometimes like you know, maybe a little younger, fourteen to. But you teach them like boxing. Like how, who the fuck don't want to? Like, I know. I wouldn't balk at that. But it's work. You gotta, you know what I mean? Of course, yeah, work. yeah, work. yeah. Or, or you know, it's like they're dealing with a ton of shit, and then it's like they're forced to be there in this class. Some of them don't want to do it. How long is it? An hour. Sometimes it's an hour and a half, but yeah, it's an hour. It's not a lot. But it's like, you know, how do I get them to want to do yeah, it? Yeah, so how do you get through to them? Like, hey, this is... Yeah. So it's made me a better teacher for sure. I used to teach kids and teens like years ago when I was running my my first teacher, when I was running his school, they were kids and I would teach and teenagers and stuff. And like, I forgot like, oh yeah, like, you know, teenagers can be kind of rude dicks <laughs> yeah like they, yeah they, they really yeah. they don't give a fuck not even kind of man like they just are I mean yeah. I, I never was a dick when I was a teenager I certainly maybe was maybe to my dad a couple times I certainly was but not to strangers for sure but when I was in CSUN uh, I had one of I had an art teacher get that mic a little closer too. Oh, are we recording yeah of oh. course man of course uh, oh yeah check it out yeah. I had an art teacher who I fucking love man she was like the sweetest woman Total hippie. Yeah. And she had us, I don't even know what class it was for, but she had us going out uh, and doing volunteer work at this, uh, this, I guess kind of something similar to what you're doing with the, with the kids with the boxing. Like, I don't know if they were addicted or maybe just displaced because of like shit going on in the home. Right. Or juvenile, whatever reason, they were some kind of fucked up kids. Right. And we had to get like a TV shock. You know, if you're going to be interacting with the kids, you got to make sure you're all, you know, inoculated and all that kind of shit. Right. And I'm like, man, I don't want to do this shit. <laughs> As much as I love this teacher, I was like just thinking, man, I'm just going to fail this. I don't want to. This was in high school? College. College. Because I had to leave, you know, drive to the place, to the house where all the kids were. Me and like the rest of our class it was about, I don't know, 15 of us, 16 of us. Yeah. And it just seemed like a lot of effort. And I, and I knew, like you're just saying, like going on, like, these kids, they don't, they don't want to. They don't want to work with me, work right. with us. Yeah. Doing earth and crafts. Right. This motherfucker's like. I don't know. I'm gonna be going to juvie for like yeah, two years, or whatever. You? Why do I want to? Yeah, you, you know, man. he's got real problems. Like, you don't want to put together. Some, what the fuck am I gonna teach you? <laughs> but anyway, I, I ended up doing it, and I tell you what, man, you were talking about like how you know how it is, it is difficult to get to them. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and it was, but it ended up being a pretty, uh, pretty fun. Yeah. Pretty fun time. Like I got to know the kids and the one thing, cause you know, we were all teenagers, man. The one thing you just can't do or be is to, you know, uh, kind of talk down right. back when we were in high school. No, no what, we, we hated people talking totally. down to us. And what Teachers, they're feeling parents. is, is valid. Yeah. Like, whatever it is, even if you think it's not a big deal. They're feeling that it's real. It's re- yeah. yeah. And like I said, you know, the, the small things that we consider now, because right. we're adults. Right. I mean, back then, yeah, that was a big deal because that was your world. Right. You know, you really didn't see any other way out of some of your problems, even though, of course, you get older and it's like, oh, man, I can't believe I ever, you know, worried about that. But at the time, I was, that was yeah. where you were at. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And just, you know, be honest with them. Don't bullshit them. Exactly. You know, and before you know it, like, I was looking forward to going out, hanging, hanging yeah. out with these kids. And the funny thing might have been, I don't know, six years later, seven years later, I was at the movie theater in Winneka. No uh, way. The, I love Winneka Theater, man. Props to Winneka, man, Pacific. Yeah, hey, uh, shout out there all the time. It's wonderful. Yeah, I love that place, man. <laughs> but anyway, I was there. I didn't even know what I was saying, but I was coming out and this guy touched me on the shoulder and I turned around and it was this black guy and he was like, Brian. And I was like, yeah, man, what's up? And I did the whole, like, yeah, you know, giving dap, like, yeah, in my head yeah. thing, who the fuck is know this? You? Yeah, yeah. And we started talking to everything, and he's like, yeah, man, you remember me? I'm, you know, you guys came to the house, you were helping us out with the, the art and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, and then he came back to me. I still didn't know his name, but I was like, okay, yeah. And we talked to him, he's doing great. That's dope. You know, grown now and shit. That's dope. But that was so cool. He helped change his life. Yeah, and the fact that he you even remembered me, let alone yeah. my name, like, yeah. he knew my name. You taught him. You were a part of his life, like you. Yeah. In, in his recovery, like you made him. Uh, that made me feel good. Hell yeah, man. That's beautiful. That made me feel good. That's beautiful. Yeah. Same. Same thing. You know, another person who's taught me a lot about that. Just like everybody's feelings are valid and stuff. Like besides, like just being in therapy and 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 dealing with that in myself. Oh, it's actually a, uh, the front of it will be where you're going. Oh. Talking to. Um, uh-huh. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, because right. that was like for me, it was like. With my therapist, she's like, no, Graham, your feelings are valid. Like, it's you feel however you feel, and that's okay. But then also, uh, with my son, yeah, you know, he's he'll he'll be two March 9th, so he's almost two. But like, you know, if he wants to hold a toy or play or watch uh, Batman or something like that, and I'm like, you know, no, we can't really do that right now, or I, I put him down, but he wants me to hold him, he'll. Lose his out. fucking mind. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's crying so hard, and it's like bitter, real tears for yeah. him. So it's like I never, even now. I mean, you know, I I never uh, have the energy or attitude at him that's like, um, oh, it doesn't matter. It's just a stupid toy. Like I acknowledge, like that's how he feels. Like yeah. for him, the toy is that's, serious. That toy is everything. It, it's his whole yeah. world. Or it's like if he wants me to hold him, that's everything. So it's like you have to, you know, walk in that line of like, okay, you can't always give them everything that they want, but I definitely can't uh, dismiss his feelings. Right. Like that's how he feels. So that also helps me with these these kids that I teach, or even my adults. Like adult, it's all the same yeah. fucking thing. I kind of almost felt. I mean, teaching adults, I feel, could be even worse sometimes. Because they, because when you get, I mean, I mean, we're older now. Like you get set in your ways, yeah. and sometimes you just don't want to do a thing at all right or you want to but you just don't have you know either the discipline or the enough compunction or drive to just get up off your ass and do it even though certainly you make that call right. you, you reach out to Graham, you're right. like hey i want to get in shape i yeah. want to i want to i want to get swole i want to lose some weight mm-hmm. oh but i gotta 
Oh, I gotta work. I gotta work. Oh, oh I gotta do what? Oh, yeah. and everybody. You and know, there's a pill I can take. Yeah, and people get gassed and there up. Is, but you still gotta work. You still gotta work. People get gassed up for like a week. Yeah, and then like week two comes or day four, and they're just like, Ugh. It's a to, yeah. I'm like, Yo, I don't want to do any of this shit either. I would rather like before any workout, even if I'm excited to do a new thing or try a new thing. Most of the time, I'm like, there's a moment where it's like I don't want to do this. I, it's going to be hard and painful and uncomfortable, and I don't want to do it. You don't want to do what? Like teach or just work out? Period? Work out. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, I'd rather, you know, I just want to be late. Like that's, that urge is always there. Yeah. I just don't, I try not to listen to that thing at all because that, that becomes the habit. That urge got me yesterday. It happens. It I happens. was going to go to the gym and I just, like you just said, because yeah. I went to the movies and I was like, okay, I'm going to go, go to the gym after. What, what is it? Uh well no I was saying oh. I was gonna go to the gym after after I after the flick but the movie just what did you see? demoralized me and mostly it was it was my own doing I didn't want I was gonna talk about it oh I was didn't want to jump into it this quick because I needed to right. just have some fun talk first okay well let's wait let's wait let's go back to it but yeah so yeah I ended up just going back to the office because I went and saw the movie at lunch okay and uh and I was like I just don't feel like doing anything <laughs> <laughs> what's what the fuck is going on? I, I worked a little bit more and then I went home early. It just uh, kind of ruined my day. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. I didn't work out yesterday either. No? I really wanted to. I know. Or I needed to. I needed to, you know? Yeah, but I just, I didn't. Because that was one of my New Year's resolutions was, I mean, I mean, both of us. I mean, we work out regularly anyway. Yeah. But my thing was, okay, I have start, been starting to slack. I still go every week, but not as often as right. I was going maybe four or five years ago. Motivation's so I, getting harder now. It is. Yeah. It is. It really is. And I wanted to dedicate myself more and say, look, okay, you know, three days a week, minimum, four, optimal. Right. You know, start of the new year. And I've been doing good. Last week I did, I did three. Uh, this week I did two. Uh, but the week is not over yet, technically. I still have tonight, you mm-hmm. know, but I'm having drinking a beer, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah true. I've, yeah. I've gone to the gym with some beers in my system. Uh, I, I have friends who uh, like only go to the gym high. They'll smoke a little weed. And oh yeah, yeah. Like, I, it helps them. I know people who do jujitsu high constantly or, or train boxing. Like it makes them feel better. They focus more. Yeah, yeah. I had a, a roommate in college who did the same thing. Right. Uh, he'd he'd get you know get lifted and then go to the gym and he'd like, B, I'm lifting like a, like a champ, man. Yeah. He's just Mexican guy. That's a bad Mexican. That was person. good. That was really really good. But uh, <laughs> his name was Tank. Cool guy. But yeah, he'd, he'd smoke a ball, yeah. you know, and then. All right, BA, you want to go to the gym? I'm like, you sure? You, you yeah. gonna kill yourself, man? Yeah. He's like, no, 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 I'm, people, I'm good. People zone. Yeah, like you said, he in. just yeah. he focused in, and he yeah. was able to just, you know, throw them weights around. Yeah. I can't, I can't smoke weed and do that. A couple beers, I'm okay, but weed, right. no, I'm, I'm clumsy just by default. <laughs> in, in, I don't trust myself. Yeah, I, just, I can't smoke weed because I get acid flashbacks. Mm. Yeah, yeah. When I used to do a lot of acid as a kid, and then. Man, I've been sober except for alcohol for like, I don't know, a long time, many years. But acid or weed? Everything. Just everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like, uh, I had, when I was younger, I had like this one really, really bad acid trip and like I almost went crazy. Like it was really close. Yeah. And I came back, thankfully. And then. um, Well, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? Like you came back. Have you ever done acid? No, no. See, I was was going to ask, I didn't want to interrupt your story, but. Because I. Of course, I've heard of acid. Mm-hmm. Is it a pill? Do you inject it? Like, no, it's 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 a it's a liquid. It's um, a liquid. 
Yeah, and most of the time, how you'll get it is I guess acid. Yeah, yeah, either in liquid form, and you do like a like drops of it from a dropper, or usually what's most common is that uh, it'll be on a, a tab of paper, like a you get like a sheet of perforated paper, and there's tabs. We right. call them tabs, acid tabs. tabs. Yeah. And what it is is just a piece of paper with acid dripped on it, dropped on. And it. so you eat the paper. Yeah, you just put it on your tongue or under your tongue or whatever, and just leave it there. Oh, and then you start to get the right, and then you know depending on you know, the strength or quality of it. And then you, uh, you know, somewhere around 45 minutes, an hour. That's how long the high lasts? No, no, no. That's how long it takes to start. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, that's a long time for it to kick in. Yeah. I mean, you know, sometimes maybe a little less, but you know, it, it's not like you drink a beer and in a few minutes you feel the beer. You kind of start to feel, yeah. yeah. You smoke weed within a minute, two minutes, you feel right. the weed. Same thing. You do coke, you math of speed or whatever. You're feeling it. Instantly, yeah. Acid is different in two regards. One, uh, that it takes longer to feel it. Yeah. And then two, once you're on acid, that's just what you're doing. You're just on acid. Like if you get too drunk, you can eat like really greasy food, take a cold shower, and kind of snap yourself out of it. Yeah. Same thing. You get too high, you eat. Uh, you know. There are things you can do to water, bring yourself down. Right, right, right. Not so with acid that's just because the whole trip is it working itself out of your system and it lasts i mean depending on the acid six hours 12 hours what yeah and now some trips are like really light and the, you know the acid isn't super strong and you're just like you, know, you feel lifted and you're just your, your mind is open a little more but most of the time it's like you're seeing full-on hallucinations hallucinations um, you're going to other fucking dimensions in your head, like, and when I say hallucinations, I don't mean like, oh, I thought I saw, no, 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 like you're straight, look, like as real as that beer bottle is on the table, yeah, you know, someone could have a second head, which I've seen, or like, you know, and it's different, like if you drink dairy, it'll kind of comp curb it a little bit, but you're still on fucking right. acid, but if you drink citrus, it'll spike it, no way, like crazy, yeah, so we would like drop and then just drink a gallon of orange juice and and smoke weed like you know, we were fucking crazy and smoke oh and Jesus smoke weed. Christ, but this man. one time i had i had dropped, I was I, right after school i was in high school and uh, like right after school i met up with my friend and uh i'll leave names out i don't know, I don't yeah, know if other people yeah. want their drug stories <clears throat> told uh, i met up with my friend and we ran into this dealer and uh Cop some acid from him. How much? I don't even think we paid. Oh, really? I think we were just like, hey, spot us and we'll get you. And then I, I think he got arrested like shortly thereafter. And we just <laughs> That's one way to get you. Yeah, yeah. Having to pay, pay uh, your bills. No disrespect yeah. <laughs> to any, any drug dealer or whatever. I'm just, you know, it's a, it's a story. So uh, we each took two tabs or a tab or something. Like, I don't remember. And then we went to the liquor store and got some 40s. And then... We were drinking those on the on the the, the acid, and then like we didn't. Re- it was like an hour later. We were at our friend of our house that we used to go to a lot. He was like a really negative guy. The, the house was really negative. It was just a, a shitty place we used to go there all the time anyway. Because he had weed, we'd smoke his weed. It was Tony's place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you're a drug addict, you just do weird things. <laughs> the quality of life doesn't really matter. Uh, yeah. So then we're like, man, we're not feeling this acid. Whatever, it was bunk. We didn't pay for it. Who cares? So we start smoking a lot of weed, a lot. And we're drinking heavy now, and uh, and then at a certain point, I remember like we're 
smoking out of this really big bong and took this really huge hit and then I start coughing and then excuse me and then it was like oh fuck it kicked in yeah hard in a major and I'm drunk and I'm high and now I'm tripping balls and I was like fuck so we're out of our minds and then I started to not feel very good like I started to feel even just thinking about it my skin's crawling yeah well I'm sorry you bring it up it's it's interesting Uh, so basically what it was for me like there was a couple things one is I was like sinking into the floor. Like I kept trying to push myself back up. But yeah. it was very real. Like that's the feeling I had. It, it's not like my foot's asleep or something. Like it right. felt like this is what's happening to me. So I would just kept like pushing myself back up. And then like I had long hair at the time. And like I used to kind of like wear it in front of my face. Yeah. But it felt like, it's so weird. I know it's, it's going to sound ridiculous, but it's very real. I was sitting on a chair like on a, like a regular chair, in my head, looking out of my eyeballs, like windows. So I wasn't like in my body. Like I wasn't attached to my body. Yeah. It was like a separate. And then like the, the guy that was there, whose house it was, like really fucking annoying and negative. And he started fucking with me, like concentrate on your heart and all that. Because I told my boy, like, hey, I'm not feeling very good. Sorry about that. And then he, that other guy was like, started trying to fuck with me, get you concentrated on your heart. And you start freaking out about your heartbeat and all this shit. And he started like yelling at me, like he would always do that. Like, wow, how come you're not finishing your beer? He was one of those guys. Oh, when you were younger, yeah, he'd be like, yeah. Why are you baby babies yeah, nursing your beer? Like, Who the fucking gives a shit was it? Unfortunately, I was kind of that guy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so all that shit started happening. And I blew up at him and I like pushed him and I was like, fuck you, blah. So I was really negative. And acid is weird like that. Um, you know, it's a psychedelic, and people have been using psychedelics for years as a way to like you know, feel different energies yeah. and reach different... And like you said, to open up. Right, open, open your, your mind, mind and yeah. expand your... Um, so whatever energy you're around or giving off or feeling will, like, amplify. Right. So it was just got really bad for me. And, uh, yeah, I was not doing well. Really, really struggling. And I was, like, kind of freaking out. And, like, I didn't do anything weird, but I was just acting weird. And my, my boy was like, oh, fuck. So then... He was like, he didn't know what to do. And he was like, oh, shit. So he's like, maybe you should go home. Can you? It was far. Like, maybe yeah. you should get out of here. Were you driving? Like, how? No, I was 17. I wasn't driving yet. Thank okay. God I didn't have a license at the time. But anyway, so I called my mom because I live with my mom. And I was like, hey, mom, I'm at so-and-so's. Would you be able to pick me up? I, I, I was taking the bus everywhere at that time. I was like, I don't have bus money. It's late. Yeah. And maybe the buses had stopped at that point, too. It might have been past when buses were running. Anyway, so she did. And it was like, everything was insane inside that house. And the second I stepped, like I said goodbye to my boy, the second I closed the door behind me, I was like, oh, like I felt almost instantly better. Like it was a significant change. So I go home, (laughs) my mom, I remember her like being like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Obviously she knew I was fucked up or whatever. Yeah. But she was like, all right. I was going to ask, did your mom, because I know you and your mom are really, really close. Yeah. Uh, Did she? She, I mean, she knew that, like, you know, I would drink, but she didn't know the extent of what I was doing, right. and, like, she definitely didn't know, like, you know, I was smoking speed and, like, doing meth, and she didn't know any of that shit, or I, I doubt she knew I was on acid, she just knew, like, clearly this guy is on something. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, she didn't really push, and uh, so I go home, and then, like, a little bit later, I called my, my friend, and I was like, hey, man, I just want to let you know I'm okay. Like, it's all good. And he was like, fuck, thank you, man. I, I, I called everybody and I told them that you went crazy. And I was like, what the fuck? 
<laughs> so I was like, would you call them back and tell them I'm not crazy? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm okay. Uh, so I had to live with that for a little bit. But um, anyway, it's a long story. But after that, uh, whenever I would smoke weed, I would have acid flashbacks. Like that feeling would come. But it was always flashback to that bad To that trip particular one. Where yeah. I was not. Because that's the one that made that imprint. Right. So you. that's what would come back. I'd smoke a little bit of weed and I'd start to feel that again. So I was like, all right, I guess I was smoking weed. I did ask it a couple more times <laughs> after that. Yeah. Well, you, I mean, like you were going through that drug phase. Was, yeah. You know. It was like a, you know, a 12 year phase. <laughs> or whatever the fuck it was um, but and those times were very very positive thankfully but yes yeah, so that's why I had to stop smoking weed because wow, acid wow I've only ever done weed that's, that right? why, that's why I was fascinated by the whole uh, you know the acid because I just I mean I've been around coke never done it right uh, funnily enough you know when I was living up in uh, NorCal uh, for that one year I got more offers to do blow than I ever did in my entire life. It white, was like white trash people, man. Yeah, they man. Love putting shit it, in their face. And like they were just so open and brazen about it. Like yeah. uh, I'd go to the bar uh, that was my hangout right across the street, the Peso. Great fucking bar, cool little dive. You know, all the people there were super nice. I kind of ingratiated myself there pretty quickly. So I knew everybody, mm. all the regulars. And when, without fail, like, and not, and not just, it'd be multiple people. They come up to me, hey, Brian, hey. We'll do some blow in the in the, the bathroom. <laughs> I'm like, nah, man, I'm good. <laughs> Appreciate it. Actually, let me know if you change your mind. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, they were that casual about it. I'm like, nah, you know, it's cool. You know, yeah. I just, I'm, I'm good. You know, so I, Coke in particular scares the shit out of me. It should. Uh, and I'll tell you why. Robocop. <laughs> when I was when I was young, and my my mom, my stepdad, they took me and my sisters to see Robocop. When it was when it Ooh, came out, that's a rough movie. Nineteen eighty seven. Even now, it's like yeah, yeah. And I was you know little seven year old me, you know. Cause my, the one thing about my parents, they they took me to see anything. Right. As long as they were there, like yeah, we, he's fine. Yeah. He's fine. Yeah. He can see the violence, the sex, whatever. This movie fucked my little brain up. It's in a, a major hard way. R even now. Like I watched yeah. it a couple years ago, and I was like, fuck, man. Man, like- I, to this day, I can't look at Red Foreman. In yeah, that seventy yeah. show, without thinking about uh, his character from RoboCop, yeah, uh, uh, what was his name? Uh, I don't remember. I forget his name. He was the, the bad guy. Yeah, he to this day, if I see him, he scares the shit out of me. Yeah, but there was a scene in there where the executive, mm-hmm. the uh, the actor Miguel Farrar, actually mm-hmm. who just passed away, uh, I think last week. I like that guy. May he rest in peace. Did he pass away? He did. Wow, uh, throat cancer. Oh, jeez. But he was the, you know, you know, of course, the slimy yeah. exec. And he's in there in his house with a whole bunch of prostitutes. And they're doing blow, blow everywhere. Blow everywhere. Yeah. And, it, and he got caught slipping. Yeah. Because that guy with the glasses came bursting in. Yeah, because he took his money. Took his, was, yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, told the, what is it, bitches leave or something like that. Yeah. The girls go. And he's pleading for his life. With the shotgun, I'm, right? With the shotgun. Yeah. Caps them both, both in, his, in, in his knees. Yeah, ugh. And just and sets the like a, a bomb, like a That's grenade right. type thing. And he's just looking at it, right? Yep. Like he's he's he, laying he, on the ground. He can't get to it. Fuck. Can't get to it. He leaves. The guy who shoots him leaves. Yeah. And leaves that bomb there. And I'm just I'm seeing the repercussions of what led to this whole right. thing. And I'm like, oh, maybe if he wasn't high, yeah. maybe he'd be <laughs> He wouldn't have got me caught looking like that. Yeah. And so to this day, I think when I see Coke, I just I just think back to that Robocop. I'm like, yeah. I don't want to ever be caught slipping like that. I, I'll tell you, man. I I did Coke for. A number of years and uh yeah it's besides the fact that like if you start doing hard drugs you're just gonna be around dangerous people dangerous situations it's just how it goes yeah. like if if you i mean i was i had a significant addiction and i was doing all sorts of things and um all the time like i didn't care about what was happening 
But just even if you're not, even if you're just like, oh, I just like to casually do it at a party or whatever. Like I know people still like they're in their fucking 30s and 40s. I'm like, grow up. Like what are you still doing? But besides that, you can do it one time and die just from that. That's what I've heard. Like your your heart can explode from that one time. So it's not like there's no other... Well, I mean, there's other drugs like, you know, heroin or whatever, but narcotics will do that. Like, you can't have one beer and die just as a result of the beer. Of the beer, yeah. If you get into a car accident or whatever, that's a different thing. But just by doing the thing, it won't kill you immediately, but Coke can. Yeah. Like, it doesn't happen all the time, but it definitely does. That's what scares the shit out of me. Yeah, fuck that. And, uh, like, crack. Yeah. I, you know, of course, fuck that shit. Yeah. Uh, have you ever done crack? Yeah. Uh, my buddy, again, I guess I won't say any names. Right. Uh, but you know, mm. he took it or he, you know, he, he smoked crack once and he told me this story and he was, he felt so ashamed. He was like, yeah, man, I, I did it one time. And I started like <laughs> laughing, busting his balls like, what? <laughs> and of course the crackhead jokes come flying out. Sure. But I, but after the jokes, I, I seriously, like, Hey, so what was it like, man? Mm. You know? And he told me straight up, he was like, B, I did it one time. I can I totally see yeah. how someone could get addicted to that. He was like he felt so good. Yeah. Uh, you tell he told me straight up. He's like I, I have never felt as good. Yeah. As I was when I was that brief and he said that very brief because it doesn't last. Yeah, it's very, very that short, brief yeah. high with that crack hit and I was like word. He's like yeah man. I'm like that's I I get it. Mm-hmm. I get why people get hooked on that shit. Mm-hmm. He's like he made him feel like a million bucks. Right. You know and I, and, and that's and that's. Drugs, that's you know, that's part the thing. Of it. Even alcohol, or whatever. Like you, in the beginning, you might use it just to try or experiment. But then, if you know, if you have like that personality that embraces person, addiction, yeah. it like it starts as a oh, this thing alleviates my pain yeah. or my problem. So then, you, that's why you're doing it. Even if consciously that's not why, but subconsciously that's the reason. Like you have a, something wrong. There's a trauma or pain, so you're masking it with this thing so in the beginning it's like oh this is helping my problem and then you just continue with that mindset yeah and then it becomes the problem exactly but your memory of it is oh this is a good thing i like doing this or i'm happy doing this or it makes me feel good but you've moved way past that and you're definitely not happy doing it anymore and you're definitely not healthy doing it anymore and you're definitely not okay but the memory of what it it used to be it's like a relationship you cling to it this relationship is bad for me now but i keep doing it yeah, it's fucked up, man. Really scary. Yeah, it is. It is. That's yeah. why I've just seen did the weed. And even with me, yeah, like you said, I don't even like smoking weed. Yeah. Which is funny because I'll smoke cigarettes every now and again. Right. More than every now and yeah, again. But yeah. I'm trying to quit that too. I thought you did, man, the last time. I don't know, man. I, <laughs> I am. I'm I'm on my last pack. Like, you're, I'm not buying you're, anymore. Yeah, yeah. I'm not buying you anymore. Said that weed. I yeah, the other day too. I, I that know. is the, the cigarette smoker motto. It is. This is my last one. It's my last pack. But it's going to be my last Shut podcast. Up, man. Uh, hey, the, but the next podcast we do, you ask me. Right. So, hey, how's the cigarette <laughs> things going? Mm-hmm. Like, you got a pack on it? <laughs> and I will say, no, I do not. All right. But don't ask me if I've had a cigarette within the past couple of days. But I won't have a pack on me. All right. Well, hey, that, that's something, man. Yeah. That's something. yeah. Hell yeah. It's progress. Hell thing. yeah. Hell yeah. So, how was your uh, vacation? I was good. It was good. Um, you know, me and the girl uh, went to Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. Which is fun. Not just me and her. It was me, my girl, uh, her friend from Japan came out. Uh, and then another one of her friends who was in Long Beach. They used their former co-workers. Okay. Koji. Koji and Chico. 
so we all got together and you know rented a car and we drove. Went to uh, awesome. Sedona. Spent two days in Sedona. You know, it's beautiful hiking and it is beautiful. Yeah. It is beautiful. Um, <laughs> my girl loves hiking. Yeah, and I knew there was gonna be some hiking involved because Koji loves hiking too. So does she. Like everybody I'm with is like so into hiking. Right. I don't fucking get it. <laughs> I don't. Now look, I'm all about seeing the sights, and you're, and Sedona was beautiful. Like yeah. I gotta say, that place is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was two days there, then uh, spent a night uh, someplace for the Grand Canyon is. Yeah. <laughs> but at the Grand Canyon. But we, you know, uh, the first day in Sedona, you know, we woke up early, which is for me, it's like strike one. It's a, it's a vacation. Like, why is everybody getting up the crack of fucking dawn? So, but whatever. It's, you know, got to get what up What time early. was early? Uh, I don't know, like 8.39. Jesus, come on. <laughs> it's vacation, though. It's vacation. <laughs> All right, that's fair. But we go to this one spot. And again, like I said, gorgeous. It's uh, some big famous rock or something. And we started walking, started hiking. I'm like, oh, like mm-hmm. man, can't, can't we just stay here and just look at this thing? <laughs> How is us walking closer to it going to make this any more fun than it already is? But we start walking. I'm biting my tongue. Yeah. Because I don't want to. A team player. Team player. Yeah. So we're doing all this. And we went to. Again, this first day in Sedona, we went to about two spots, uh, hiking and everything. And it was cool. Don't get me wrong. Like, I had fun-ish. Mm. It was great being with my girl. Uh, and we did hike up this one kind of, uh, oh, like, more dangerous kind of uh, rock. Uh, it was kind of very steep. Okay. That was fun. Yeah. Because there was some danger in there. Yeah. I just, don't, I just don't understand walking flat. Like, we're just walking. <laughs> But if there's some element of, of risk or whatever or, or exertion, then you're really getting got something a, out of it. Then, yeah, then okay. I'm like, okay, well, this is okay. Right. So we did that and got to the top and it started to hail, which is pretty cool. You know, we all huddled together. We kind of waited for it to stop and then we made our way down. Nice. Uh, and then we went to a second spot. And by this point in time, again, beautiful. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, it's gorgeous. I was like, all right. In my head, I'm thinking, all right, uh, this is basically just a repeat. Of what we did two hours before, <laughs> different rock, but is it really? Mm-hmm. Nah, <laughs> you're a realist, man. You're I am. Realist. I'm like, hey, yeah, this is pretty. Next, right. you know. Yeah. But again, I'm not saying anything. Uh, but so we walk back to the car, and then Koji's like, okay, so because he'd been there before, so he's kind of like the guy, like okay. he's showing us all the spots that he's been to that are really like famous and whatever. He's like, okay, so so next we're going this place. And in my head, I'm just screaming like, fucking next? Next? <laughs> like, what? So I had to say, I said, uh, are, are we going to be passing by the hotel on the way to this next spot? Uh, and he was like, uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. I said, oh, you can just drop me off. <laughs> you can just drop me off at the hotel and you guys continue on doing your thing. I got some stuff I want to take care of, some work stuff. I was working a document for work and there's a thing that I want to take care of. Mm-hmm. So they they dropped me off, you know. Was there any pushback from them? No, oh, no, nice. no, there wasn't. Nice. There wasn't. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I hate uh, that shit. Yeah, I would have hated yeah. that too. But no, they were really cool about it. And yeah, so I they dropped me off, and I got in the hotel, and I was like, yes, this is what it's about. You lay you on know? this bed and not lay do on a goddamn the thing. I had the whole room to myself for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I did ended up, you know, I ended up working. Uh, I wasn't lying about that. I wasn't a lie. Uh, didn't finish my work, but it was just cool to just. Not yeah. be hiking. <laughs> yeah. 
so that's pretty much I mean I mean and then you know of course we had a good dinner uh spent New Year's Eve up in Sedona and then the next day we drove to Grand Canyon Grand Canyon amazing mm-hmm. amazing it's my first time seeing it and you know yeah man that's some bitch's grand it's a big fucking hole it's a big fucking hole <laughs> but again okay right I see it <laughs> I see the canyon. Okay. Well, I guess uh, we can go now. Yeah. They want to go here. They want to go to check it out here. <laughs> and it's snowing. I'm like, why? Like, this is this is it. Like, I mean, us driving another mile down, we're going to see the same view. It's just mm-hmm. going to be different people there. But I didn't really say anything. Yeah. But, uh, but it was cool. And I'm glad, I'm glad that I saw it. But this whole thing about wanting to, I don't know, like, I... It's beautiful, and it really was something that one of the a sight that really kind of took my breath away. Yeah, because you know, really, you know, pictures don't do it justice. Like to be there and to see just the vastness of it, it's like wow. Right. But after about five minutes of looking at that thing, it's like okay, well, I'm good. Totally. <laughs> you know. Totally. I, so I guess uh, we'll go do something else now. <laughs> we saw the Grand Canyon, and it lives up to the hype. But it, but all all in all, though, it was a great trip. It was That's a great, great trip. Man. Took a lot of good pictures. Yeah. Uh, and for the entire time that we were away, I gotta say, uh, everyone got along. Yeah. No one, if anything, they probably got upset at me for my attitude sometimes. But uh, it was a really fun trip. Koji did most of the driving, which was cool. I helped out a little bit. And uh, and yeah, man, that was about it. We got back. I had, we got back in about three days, three or four days before I had to go to work. Or three days. So, so, so I had time, time to, yeah, some come down time. Yeah. So it was good, you know? What about you, man? You're the, awesome, you're the one. Man. You went to, where you were in Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Yeah. Um, it was incredible, man. I, you filmed some of your YouTube videos in I Costa did. Rica, right? I did. Yeah, okay. Shot yeah, a bunch of stuff out there. So I tried to do a little bit of work. Yeah, uh, you did. I was yeah. surprised. Because I saw one of the videos. I'm like, did he film this? Because it looked very tropical. Yeah. I'm like. I was like, wow, you're working yeah, on your vacation. Those, those two footwork videos were on two different beaches out there. And then that uh, joint mobility one was in the first house we stayed in up in Dominical, which was literally off of Airbnb. Rented this house at the top of a mountain. That's when you showed me. Yeah, in the middle of a jungle. Um, like, you know, the house is a few years old. They brand new. Like, we were the first persons to use, like, this infinity pool they just put in. And there's literally nothing there. It's at, at the top of this mountain. Uh, in the middle of a jungle, all you see below, and the house is half open to the elements with big glass sliding windows and, you know, staircase that's out just in the jungle that you go up to the next part to go into your room and like... That sounds dope, man. Fuck, man. And the view is... I should have brought out a picture for you guys, for you to see, but um, it's just jungle and then ocean. There's nothing else. And all day you're, you know, hearing and seeing, you know, toucans and... Uh, in the mornings there would toucans be, like toucans Sam yeah yeah and like Shit. all sorts of, but in the morning there would be um, capuchin monkeys like the black and white like the yeah. outbreak monkeys come, the outbreak like, monkeys just running all over like the property um, there's this the guy who runs it has a place like around the mountain and uh, so he would come up every few days and bring us bananas from his tree like he has just so many bananas. Yeah. He's like, fuck, guys, eat these bananas. <laughs> so he'd bring us these fresh bananas right off the tree. They were amazing. But he was like, yeah, I mean, you know, every morning throw, you know, 
take five or ten and throw them on top of this little where the pool was there's a little um i guess like a cabana so there's yeah. a roof he's like throw the bananas there the monkeys will come out and they'll eat them he's like just don't throw them you know where you are because right, i don't right. want you know you don't want them coming at you but you know where the cabana i mean it's i should have showed you video i have video of it next time but you know 25 feet away it's not like it's far yeah yeah so in the morning capuchin monkeys would come and they're all collecting the bananas and taking off there'd be kawati mundis which are like big ass raccoon bear yeah. thingies and they'd come climbing up the tree and take them all day you're hearing howler monkeys just <gasps> all through i mean like a thousand feet away like in the jungle. you can't see them but they're in the jungle and it'd be like so it was kind of half and half while we were there in that part of costa rica's dominican maybe three or four of the days three days it would be like fog and rain is gorgeous it's rainforest oh my god rainforest. so amazing so there'd be, you'd watch the fog roll in and then envelop you and it'd be misting and then you'd hear howler monkeys and capuchin monkeys running around it was fucking paradise bro and like so i went with my friend and we we didn't make any plans like while we so half of our trip we were sounds in, kind of frightening to be honest but. it was amazing like, i mean it was <laughs> i i should have gotten some of it because i'll next time i'll play you a video of me like just panning around in the fog and you can hear like the howler monkeys um, I mean, it's 500, 600, maybe a thousand feet away. Like it's not far. Were there any other, uh, homes or people that was just that one uh, house in the mountain, like on that mountain, there was maybe another, I don't know, dozen homes, but you can't, you couldn't see you them. Couldn't they see, weren't nearby. Yeah. And there was like a, a restaurant there, um, where like, you know, some American came and opened up a restaurant there. No way. Yeah. And it's just like, you know run really kind of haphazardly and fun and just like whatever yeah have some beer you want a burger like yeah. <laughs> you know really islandy yeah um but yeah dude just amazing we so while we we're in the medical the only thing we had planned was like okay one day we have this atv tour we're gonna rent atvs and go riding through the jungle that sounds dope yeah to this waterfall and, and that better was better than hiking huh is it better than hiking <laughs> <laughs> but there was some hiking and another day was like we're gonna zip line and on the zip lining, it was like a ton of hiking, but you're zip lining too. See, again, I don't mind that. That shit was crazy. Because you're hiking to get to a, so thing. There's a thing. There's a right. goal. It's not just point. I kind of feel you on that. Yeah, I'm not a I get that. big fan <clears throat> of hiking. But the zip lining was amazing. And then other than that, it was like every day, wake up whenever. We just, we happened to wake up early. You yeah. Because you'd go to bed. There's no lights. There's nothing out there. There's no real internet to speak of. So there's nothing to do late at night. So we'd go into town and buy meat and veggies and then grill them. And, you know, hang out, talk, swim, and then be in bed around eight, nine. Oh, wow. Because, I mean, there's nothing else to do. Getting in and out of the mountain is hard and yeah. treacherous, and there's no road. There's no paved road. It's just fucked up dirt. So, no TV? There was a TV, but there's no reception. There was, like, a DVD player, and he had some, like, random bootleg DVDs. Oh, okay. Um, but, you know, it's like, I don't really, I don't want to come out here and watch TV. And so, yeah, we'd just talk, hang out, you know. It was amazing. Um, and how long were you, you were there? Ten days total. Ten days. So the first wow. five or six days was in Dominical. And the days we didn't have anything to do, we just wake up. Some days we would just never leave the house. We'd just wake up, start drinking, swim, drink all day. Like never even put on clothes. Like just, it was fucking amazing. Now that's brother. a vacation. That shit was real vacation. That's, that's vacationing. Yeah. And we both were on the same mindset. Like there's a couple things we want to do or try, but let's not make plans and yeah. shit. Like this is a, yeah. Let's so, just go with the flow. Let's, it was, <clears throat> I mean, it was 10 of the best days of my life for sure. And then the second half of the trip, like from 
New Year's Eve, we left there and we went to Hako and we stayed in Hako for the rest of the time. And Hako is like, is that that's a city? That's another city. Yeah, another town. Right, another so town? like Dominical is on the Pacific. We we stayed on the Pacific side of Costa Rica, and so you fly into San Jose, and then you we rented a car, and then we drove. Or sorry, you fly into Panama City, and then from LA, and then you fly from Panama City to San Jose. And then we rented a car from San Jose, drove to Dominical, which is like three hours, okay. and then from spent our time there, and then from Dominical we went to Hako, which is like an hour and a half back up north. Um. And we spent the rest of our time there. And that's that's like a kind of like a Ensenada or like a nice version of TJ or something like that. Okay. So it's nightlife. Sounds nice. Yeah. 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 It was fun. And we stayed in like a condo, which was very nice there. Another uh, Airbnb yeah. type deal? Or? Yeah. Okay. Um, and it was, you know, it was a big adjustment because we've been in the middle of nowhere in the jungle and it's just paradise. And then now you're, there's like cars and people and yeah. prostitutes and tourists. And it's just like, I was going to say probably lots of tourists. Yeah. Cause it was, and it was also New Year's. So it was like, Everybody was there, and it's a party place. Of people getting drunk and acting yeah. a fool and tourists, and um, but within a, a the first day, it was like a shock because I was like, "Ugh, maybe we made a mistake. <laughs> maybe we should have stayed where we were at." But anyway, uh, we ended up loving it. Um, prostitution is legal there. I was going to ask about the prostitution, which is, which is great. You know, it is should it be. For me? Yeah, yeah, uh, it should be legal everywhere. But the way it works there is prostitution sure. is legal, but pimping is illegal. So that's. That's good. Hell yeah, it's good. Look at that. So there was this one bar we'd go to every night in this hotel. And uh, that was like kind of like the hub of like, for Hako, this is the spot like where all the hookers go. Yeah. And we found that out while we were there. <laughs> and so at in the day they're there. But at night it's like, the rate, I mean, five to one of like prostitutes oh, to shit. guys. Wow. Um, and so we'd ask like, the, and they'd come up to me, and even if she was there, I didn't care. They'd come up and talk, oh, whatever. And then, but I would ask. We were, became friends with the bartender, so we'd ask her like all these questions, like how does it work? And she would explain, like, yeah, you know, there's no contract or anything. The girls can come in here as long as they don't cause a problem. It's fine. Right. We don't get anything of it. They don't, you know, as long as nobody gets hurt or there's no fighting or um, nobody's has anything stolen or anything like that. It's, you know, whatever. They can do whatever they like. Are they taxed? No. Do you know the prostitutes? No. Because well, the reason I ask because I know that. Um... In Germany, you know, prostitution is legal right. over there, but they're like that's like integrated into their economy and everything. Not, not maybe that's I'm thinking wrong about the economy, but but, but, but the they economy, are taxed though. Right, they're taxed and they're um, and again, I don't think yeah, prostitution is legal, but pimping is, is not. As yeah, so these women yeah. have to kind of get you know they have to get themselves checked and kind of register for what they're doing. Oh, okay, so, so everything is like above board. Okay, so there. it's not like that there. The only downside to how they're doing it is that there's no regulation at all. So, you know, if the girl wants to get tested, she can get tested. Gotcha. But uh, from what I understand, like they're, most of the girls are like pretty adamant about condoms with everything and blah, blah, blah. Right, and I would hope so. Tested. Yeah, or they don't. I don't know. It's up to them. Um, but yeah, so it was just fascinating watching professional girls work on old fat tourists is one of my favorite things in the world. <laughs> I didn't know it was until this trip. And we would watch for just hours. We're just drinking and eating and having just the best time and watching this unreal dance of the, and like the guys, you know, you see this giant fat job of the hut, just disgusting guy surrounded 10. Cause you know, if he could eat, he's got money. He got money. Yeah. Yeah. And you know he's you know he can't get a girl and nobody's fucking if they're looking like that or being like that. American dude, do you think? A lot of them were American. Yeah, a lot of them were American. 
and uh, yeah, just swarming, and they're all like just hanging on him, and like some of them would like just fucking grab their grab his hand and put him on their tits, or just, just whatever, like just whatever it took <laughs> to, to like to, to land the deal. this guy. Yeah. <laughs> And it's fucking fascinating. Um, and even just old guys, not just fat, just old, just decrepit old men just making out with gorgeous girls because no. they want that they want that job. It's fascinating, wow. bro. Like it's so much fun to watch. And because there's no real danger to it. Right. So there's nothing bad. Like you're not seeing any it wasn't seedy. It was just like this is these girls' jobs. Right. Like, yeah. They're working. But yeah, so there's no taxes on it. There's nothing on it. There's no regulations as far as I can tell. Um, but we had an amazing time, man. And then from there we went another, we had another zip lining plan. So in a different part. And that one was way better. That was in Monteverde, I think. And it was like, there was like a canopy tour where you rode this canopy or you rode this like tram above the jungle and you could see down. That was really cool. Oh, that and sounds then, cool. Yeah. And then there was another, we're in this place. And it was the only place in Costa Rica that was cold and it was cold because um, really high up and there was like hummingbird gardens and I have video like holding my hand out and hummingbirds are, like landing on my hand shut up so rad dude it's like you stepped into a Disney movie yeah <laughs> and there's like butterfly gardens and there's everywhere and there was like this snake and reptile thing looking at all this and then but that one the zip lining was way better it was way faster um, and uh, you could there was one line that was like 50 miles an hour over like 90 seconds and you could do that one in a superman position so stomach down wait 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 50 miles an hour for like 90 seconds superman style? yeah it was, that was it was an option and so we were like hell yeah <clears throat> i was gonna say no one knew of course yeah. and we had ziplined before at the other place so we had gotten like the regular ziplining and there the only crazy one we could do at the first one we went to was upside down like you could flip upside down and i did that shit and she did too and it was dope um, you guys are crazy. But then at this other place, it's like, yeah, you can do a Superman. So like, hell, so there's this big ass harness, and that is crazy, man. Like one, you're going really fast. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's over the jungle, and it's, yeah, you're so high up, and it's just like, fuck, if I if I fall, I'm just gonna die. Like, it's there's like no flying. Yeah. It's like flying. And, yeah, and it was. I can't every, <laughs> and I will say this. Like, whenever I zip line. I like I hum audibly I, out loud. I sing the Star Wars theme song and I pretend I'm like in Endor, like going through the redwood trees and shit. Like, you know, there's no redwoods out there, but I, I you know, a boy can dream. Um, oh. And then also at that one, so there was a Superman one there, and then there was a Tarzan swing, which was essentially you're standing on a big platform, just a really high up above, just a big dirt, and then nothing, and they just push you off, and you're holding it like Tarzan, yeah. and you just swing, and that shit was scary because that drop is a free fall. Until you get to the bottom and then like the elasticity kind of propels you forward like a swing. But when they push you, there's no tension. So you just fall. So wait a minute. Wait a minute. I mean, you're saying you're swinging like Tarzan. I mean, what if... Okay. Is there, is there like a safety harness? You, though, yeah, right? you're, okay. you're hooked into it. So okay. it's like if you let go, you're, you're not going to fall and die. Oh, okay. But, I was thinking like, what, what if yeah, 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 you yeah. lose your grip? Just but like, other than that, uh, yeah, it was crazy. Amazing time, man. Just How are the prices over there? Good, cheap. Like you can. I mean, some places are, you know, a little more expensive, but our dollar's pretty strong out there. Yeah, I, I would imagine it would be. Yeah, it was amazing, man. It was ten of the best days I've ever had. Definitely the best vacation I've ever had. Um, and it's one of the few. There's only two places I've been out of the country or even um, domestically where I miss. And Japan is one where, like, I find myself. God, I want to be in Japan. I wish I was back in Japan. Like, I miss being there. 
but I think Costa Rica even beats that. Wow, really? Yeah. Like, I miss... That. And plus, it was that time. It was just a perfect... You know, dealing with all the shit I got going on here and just depression and frustration, blah, blah, blah. So part of it was that there's just none of that there. Yeah, yeah. But just being... The place is amazing. The people are great. Food is great. The weather's spectacular. Like, it's just a magical place. That was... Um... How's the language? I mean, obviously, you know. Spanish? Speak Spanish, yeah. It's a but I mean, is there, is there a lot of, do, I guess, are there Most a lot of English? English? Most people speak Most English. Most people do? Okay. They teach it in schools, and uh, even that, even if they don't, a lot of people just learn it anyway. So most of the people spoke English. I understand a bit of Spanish. She speaks a little bit of Spanish. Um, yeah, man. It was amazing. Wow. It was incredible. Just, uh, yeah, an amazing That's good, time. man. You deserve that shit. Thank you, brother. I appreciate and, it. And so. It's hard being back. So hope, for the 10 days you were gone, though, yeah. like you and the girl... Got along swimmingly. It was like great. No, great. And you know, it was... Because 10 days, that, that can... Person, yeah, yeah, that'll either... It'll either, you know, go swimmingly, like it did. Right. Or it can go the other way. We had an amazing year. time. That's good. That's like, good. Anything we... We did every single... Aside from... We didn't see a sloth. That was the only thing we were bummed about. Like, we didn't see any sloths <laughs> out there. Because there are a lot of sloths out there. Well, they're too lazy to get out. Yeah. So they're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want to see them, you come to me. I'm not going. I'm not going out to you. But other than that, man, white sand beaches, day drunk, amazing food, nightlife, crazy experiences. Yeah. Uh, what? Yeah. Um, you know, zip lining and ATVs and waterfalls yeah. and food and you know, living in the jungle and infinity pool. I mean, it was it was fucking magical, man. It really was. Wow. Yeah. It was, I'm, it was glad, I'm happy for you, man. Thank you. Thank you. It's hard being back. Like, I miss my son so much, and it was hard to, like, FaceTime with him, because for the first half of the trip, you know, up in Dominical, like, the internet is... Yeah, you said it was, like, with very, spotty? Very, or very spotty and you know? not strong enough to handle video conference. But in Hako, it was fine. Um, so there I could talk to him again. So it's like, if, if I could, you know, if I could take him there, I would move there. No shit. It, it's... I loved it, man. I love, and there's a lot of Americans who, like, did that. Who were just like, fuck it, I'm moving here. And they built a house there, or bought a house there, and they lived there. We met a... I saw a bunch of, like... Not like it's overrun, but... Right. A handful of shop owners and, and homeowners who were American out there. Wow. Yeah. It was amazing. I, I would go back in a heartbeat. It, yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah. Wow, great, man. Great place. That's cool, dog. Yeah. Shit. And now we're back here. In L.A. In L.A. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I can't believe it's almost February already. I know. This shit is going way too fast. All right, so the movie I saw. Oh, yeah. That I knew going in was going to suck. But I just always, I I don't know what this franchise, it just has like some weird hold over me where I'm compelled to go and spend money to see the the next one. Even though I know in my head that it's going to be terrible. And that just based off of his past history, where there's never been a good one, what makes you think that the, the, I can't the even new one is going to be worth the shit? Is this Transformers? Did a new Transformers come out? No, but close. Transformers <laughs> is, that's my other one. All right. What, what, what movie? I, I don't judge you, man. I love you. It's that Resident Evil, man. Ah. Uh. Such a Resident Evil, the final chapter. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I, I, I saw the last one in theaters when it came out, which I think was like 2000. 
13 okay. or something like that. I mean, I could be wrong. At Winneka Theater. And I I sat there watching this movie, mm. using air quotes. Yeah. And I was like, and I'm just in my seat thinking to myself, what the fuck am I doing here? This is the worst piece of shit I've ever seen in my life. I almost walked out. Wow. Just terrible. Like, incomprehensible. Just, I mean, and, and, I, and I'm a guy. Worse than you, Suicide Squad? Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. And I'm not even talking about this new one. I'm talking about the one the, before the, it. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Suicide Squad is like some fucking... Uh, like Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, compared <laughs> to this shit. It's just, it's just so... Uh, just it's inept in every way okay and it's remarkable because i love me some dumb straight up hell yeah dumb action movies that can give a fuck about plot i don't care as long as the action is cool and it's fun and it'll and it make it kind of brings me back to my you know eight-year-old self right that just enjoys seeing shit blow up on the screen i'm all about that shit this movie couldn't even do that right and so here I am, I'm walking out of that theater a couple years back saying, all right, that's it. I, that's gotta, one, that's got to be the last time they make one of these fucking things. Because who's, outside of me, who's going to see this garbage? People overseas. Last year, IGN has a story. I go to IGN all the time. They have a story <laughs> about, oh, the next Resident Evil is going to be coming out. And I see this headline, and I'm thinking to myself, why are you even covering this? You're covering this as if people are going to be excited to know that there's a new Resident Evil. I read this article, and they got the trailer. I watched the trailer, and I said, oh, maybe this, got hype. this might be a good one. <laughs> this might be the one that I've been chasing uh, after all these years. This could act, and it's the final chapter. It's the last one. They They're wrapping it. it up. They got to do it. This will be the one that... Well, the one that's good. Yeah. So I went and saw it yesterday. How many are there? This was the sixth one. Oh my! They made God. six of these fucking things. I I walked into this movie with low expectations. <laughs> low. Okay. Terrible. Worse than the last one? I no. Seen the last one. I no. Think I've only seen Not worse than the last one. Okay. But that's like saying that getting shot once is better than getting <laughs> shot twice you know right right it was it was just flat out garbage oh man it was awful and and the thing like i'm looking back on myself i'm like why i sat in that in in my, in my seat one bored for most of the time wow almost put me to sleep wow and this is something that i you know i've read reviews after i haven't seen it it gave me it actually goes back to our trip our talk about the acid i felt like, I was on acid or some kind of fucking drug just based on how they edited this fucking thing. Oh, no. The action scenes were so um, just rapid fire that, I mean, you've heard complaints about or other you know, movies where they say they, cut you know, too it, quick. it's cut too quick. You can't make out what's going on. This guy, the director, Paul W.S. Anderson, took that and doubled down like a oh. motherfucker on it. These cuts are so fast. That they barely even registered. Like, seriously, on screen for like, I'm talking about like one second, two second cuts. What is, is that like? Well, you can't, there were, and it's dark. There were times, and my brain is trying to process what's going on. I'm like, I I don't know what's happening right now. Yeah. I I can't make out anything. People die. I suppose, like, one of the primary characters. And I was like, who was that? (laughs) 
I just, I couldn't tell. Things are chopped up so quick and to the point where I had to close my eyes. Whoa. I had to close my eyes and just say, okay, I gotta, because it was giving me a headache. And I almost, I almost seriously, after, you know, I mean, I slept a little bit in it. Yeah. Uh, but I, I almost said, I can't, I can't, I think I just gotta go. Because this is really wearing me out. It was out. like an offensively bad movie. Yeah, and, and those cuts were not helping. I wonder, like, is that just bad directing? So they try to clean it up, like, or try to make it enjoyable in the editing room? Or was that, like, in the editing room that's the director was saying, like, no, we got to make it so it seems crazy or fat? I think, it, for me, I think both. it must be a combination of both. Right. I think it's him, the director. And, like, I don't, and the thing is, like, I really... I get, well, I'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. I, but I think it's the director... Like not everybody can shoot wanting, an action scene, like right. a sequence, like it's hard. But I think it may be the director trying to be, I don't know, uh, to add, maybe, to make the movie feel more kinetic. Right. But then I think a, I think a lot of it is just him trying to hide. His ineptness. That, <laughs> is that word, ineptness? If it's not, it is now. Right. But I would say it's that, and I think it's, it's him trying to hide uh, some of the the lackluster special effects. Okay. So that people aren't lingering on things <laughs> for too long. Because the thing is, the special effects, the sets are, are, are well done. A lot of the monsters that they have in here, I mean, one, they they, they kind of look bad. You really can't tell because they're they're chopped so quick. You get, Most of the time, I could barely make out what the fuck he was fighting. All I knew was that it wasn't human or, may, or it used to be human. Right. But I, it, it, was, it was just so bad on so many levels where, and I, and I, Again, I don't know why I give this. I gave this franchise as many chances as I did because I like Mila Jovovich. Yeah, and she's okay in it. And that's the thing. Like, if the movies aren't bad, because she always of her. does her best. Yeah. She, she she always goes in hard and tries she does. to do. You know, you she's can't. the best thing about the. I mean, about the movie, about the entire franchise. I mean, yeah. I think it's all carried by her, her charisma, and her willingness because she puts it all out there. Absolutely. You can tell she's trying hard. Yeah. And and I think that maybe even the director, who's her husband, by the way, right, right, nobody uh, sets out to make a bad movie, right? Like they, everybody's trying. And the thing is, like I, you know, the movie opened up with a, uh, not the action movie, but like before the film started in the theater, there was a small little message from the director and Mila Jovovich saying, it's like this thing saying, you know, thank you for for going to the movies, uh-huh. you know, uh, for being out and paying to see a movies like. <laughs> like, like Hollywood wants it to is that a, you know, trying to establish some goodwill before they ex- hit you in the face yeah. with this terrible film but, but, they, but they come across and I've seen interviews with both of them uh, together and separately and I mean they, they seem like really good people mm-hmm. and you know and I like them yeah. and I'm kind of rooting for them right and that's another reason why I was hopeful that this would be a movie that I could but get even, behind even, even, a, even a little bit couldn't save it even a little bit <laughs> but I walked out just feeling so mad Oof. at myself because I knew that this shit was going to happen and they got my money anyway it was I. there's no it has no redeeming quality outside of Mila right. but that's not enough to sit through this certainly not it's it's, it's so bad <laughs> and I just don't understand how it's lasting right now how it's lasted so long yeah and, and, and there were people in the theater I saw it like I said I went and saw it at lunch uh, like twelve thirty, it was almost. Uh, it was half full. Wow! In the middle of the day, right yeah, on I mean, a Friday, half full, which is impressive. Hollywood doesn't care if it made money; they'll make more. It, it, that's it. Yeah. There's nothing. They don't care about the quality or what people are saying. If it made money, they'll pay for another one to be made. But the thing is, is that you know, I, I hear and I read interviews from Paul W. S. Anderson, 
and he talks about this franchise that he's helmed mm-hmm. since its since its in, inception. Everyone? He's written every one and he's directed four. Wow. And Nomila's been in every one. Yeah. It's been his baby, him and his wife. So you hear the you read, you see these interviews, you read, you know, his comments on it, and you can tell the guys obviously it's a passion of his. Mm-hmm. Which just then leaves me how? How? Yeah. You know, I mean, how do you, yeah. how, yeah. how do you, how do you write something? Cause he wrote the script so bad. Yeah. Did you not have anybody on set to like say, Hey, you know, maybe we can change this or yeah. did he have, not, did he didn't have anybody like just proofread it for him and give him some feedback. The person that cut his check at the studio didn't read that script mm-hmm. and say, Hey Paul, Seeing a couple of continuity errors and continuity is like they give a middle finger to that shit like a son of a bitch in this movie. They're like, continuity, what the fuck is that? No, this is the sixth one. We're just gonna go, you know? Uh, they, they this movie opens up with like a recap of all what's happened. And I actually went back and, and before I saw this, I went back and I didn't watch them all again, but I watched the last two. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just so I Even can kind of, yeah. Oh yeah. wow! I didn't finish it though. I didn't get okay. through that last. I saw enough of it to just go, okay. I get it. I kind of skipped to the end yeah. to see, okay, where'd they end up? But this new one opens up, and it's kind of just like that last, the ending of the last movie, kind of happened, but it didn't. Not the way that we that we left you with it. It's always shocking how many hands are involved in movies. I mean, there's a lot of people. A lot of people. No movie is made by a person. Like it doesn't. That's not even possible. This is a big studio. Film. So it's like people are reading these scripts, yeah. and it takes time. So these scripts are around for at least a couple of years, and there's actors that are looking at it, and they're direct. I mean, there's producers that are looking at it, and a lot of people. Re- but yeah, there I mean, are talented somehow, people in so this like, film. Even, like Batman vs Superman, Suicide Squad are amazing examples. Yeah. of like there's so many talented people around this. How did it how turn did it this? this bad? Especially with Batman vs Superman, I would say especially with Suicide Squad. Batman BBS is yeah. way better than Suicide Squad. There's, there's enough. There's enough good. Know. I'll argue with that. There's enough good in Batman vs Superman. What? I thought Ben. I liked Ben Affleck a lot. I did, I did too. We agree with that. And I thought Gal Gadot was great. Okay. Also. So anytime they were on screen, it was good. The Superman stuff was bad. But they were on. I mean, right, uh, right. It was like five minutes. So let's say out of a how long is that movie? Nine hours. <laughs> yeah. So let's like take that. an hour out of a nine-hour movie that was decent. Yeah. But in Suicide Squad, which was also nine hours, there was maybe fifteen minutes that were good. So just <laughs> the 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 numbers. All right. All right. You know, Batman vs Superman, as as dumb as a lot of that stuff was, it had a story as flawed as it, as it is. Uh, Suicide Squad had no story. None. <laughs> Like All right. Even, well, I, I still, I still think because I'm not trying to. Yeah. I mean, Suicide Squad was god awful. It was bad. And I like Jared Leto as a joke. Jared Leto as a Joker. I'm, I'm a minority. Yeah, gonna, yeah we disagree yeah, yeah. on that. You M- are. The most people do. I, now, I, you know, I, I it like feels it. to be a minority. Totally. I know. I know. <laughs> hey, I mean, I'm Jewish too. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to. Yeah. Well, but I mean, I'll, I'll say this. I hated them equally. Batman vs Superman and Suicide Squad. But the, but the thing is, I didn't even hate them. Yeah. I'm more disappointed in those films yeah. than hate. Like I don't hate those movies. Right. I'm just I'm uh, I'm baffled and I'm disappointed that they ended up being as bad as they were. I, I can get on board with that. But I hate this Resident Evil bullshit. Man. And I and I so want 
I've, I've never ever. It's such a great. I mean, the, the it's the a first, great property. The first two games, and then four. So one, yeah. two, and four are incredible, incredible. games. Now I hear the new game just came out. Seven is yeah. supposed to be great. Also. I want to get that. I heard really it's good things about great. it too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like the content is there, and it's not like it's hard to 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 structure a zombie movie or a monster movie with a corporation heading it. Like yeah. that, it's a pretty. But the thing is. So in the in the games, right? The only kind of the game in this franchise, this movie franchise, yeah, they, they don't, don't even really connect. Nothing. Yeah, there's an outside umbrella of umbrella. Court. There's umbrella. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, they everything else in the game, name. It's really bizarre yeah. why they did that. It's just umbrella, and they don't explain anything. Like it goes. It's yeah. like this. T, it's like they're. I don't know if they're zombies. I guess they're zombies. No, but they've got dragons. The they've got all these different monsters just running dragons. around. The movie starts out just fighting this zombie dragon thing. Oh, Jesus. With a with a human like face. So I'm like, so, but they don't even, they don't even explain shit. Right. They don't explain shit. The movies are bad. I think I've only seen the first two. And they were, you know, I didn't hate them, but I definitely did not like them. Yeah. I was like, these just are, you know, just kind of. They are what they are, right? Yeah. They're you know, just, they're shitty. They're dated and just kind of crappy movies. Like, they're not offensively bad, but they're not good. I don't know. I don't know what it is with this franchise. I just always, I've. I've I want to like this franchise. I, I, I've always totally wanted understand. to like it, and that's why I always give it a chance. You know, that's how I felt about Underworld. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't like. I only saw the first one, and I really did not like it. But people really liked it. You don't. I, you don't like the first Underworld. No, I like the concept of it. I, I love like, the first Underworld. Hell yeah, werewolves versus vampires, and yeah. there's caught in the middle is Romeo and Juliet. It's awesome. Like, what's not to like? I mean, it was like the same thing Twilight did. You know, it's the same right. thing. Right, yeah, yeah. I was like, the idea, the concept is fantastic, but the execution for me was just not good. I hate um, when everything is shiny in a movie. It really bums me out. Everything is leather and shiny leather. I, oh, I hate no. that. Or like when every surface is shiny. Because it was coming off the whole uh, Matrix thing. And Matrix, and, uh, exactly. So it was very 90, late 90s. But then other than that, I, I really get turned off when um, things are overly... Uh, what is the word I'm looking for? When it's like, it feels like overly dramatic 10th grade poetry. Right, right. Th- that's what I, the feeling They're taking themselves way too seriously for the there material that they have. There it's like, go. come on guys, it's vampires and, and, and lichens. It's yeah. like, you got to treat this like it's fucking Shakespeare. Exactly. And and it's like, I, I'm okay with people trying to make something as good as, I'm not that big of a fan of Shakespeare, but as, as good quality. But like, to yeah, to not, don't be it feels like a lot of hot air in those yeah. scripts yeah. and those sets yeah well well i i disagree a little bit about i i love underworld right i love the first one and this is another franchise mm-hmm. funny that you bring this up because they just released uh, a new one right which i saw another franchise that i've i've been a fan of since the first one <clears throat> they've made let me see underworld two one two three four five so this new one's the fifth one Underworld 1, I really enjoyed. Underworld, I didn't enjoy it as much as I was hoping I would, but I still liked it enough where I'm like, okay, I like this. Underworld 2, amazing. Really? F- amazing. Uh, it's my favorite of the entire series. Okay. But then, shit the bed. Although, Underworld 3, which was a, which I don't know if you saw that one. No. It was a one, it was a, it was a I don't prequel. think I've seen the second one. The second one's really good. Okay. Because the second one, it literally picks up moments after the front, end of the first. Okay. So her and Mike are on the run, and it's basically just to continue. You know, it's part. The it's the same. It's part one. This is how it, how it really ends. Uh, the third movie is a prequel that shows you how 
this whole war started. Okay. And it actually was, it wasn't as good as two, but in comparison to the last two, the, more, the two more recent films. There's five of there's them? There's five. There's Whoa. five. Uh, it, it, still, it, was, it, was, it was good. Whoa. Things went really downhill with that fourth one. And from there, I was like, okay, well, this franchise is done. You know, uh, it's kind of a shame how it went out. But hey, you know, when you get to, you know, your fourth entry in a film, it's going to be hard to maintain, you know. For sure. You just, at that point, you're just like, hey, fuck it. Like, like you said, the studio's like, hey, people still like this. Just making money. Just put out another one. Yeah. We won't invest too much in it. Hopefully, we can get some money back. Yeah. And that's how, they, you know, they'll maybe count on trying to break even in the States, and then they're going to. Right, ship it overseas and, and see how it money, does. Yeah. You know. Uh, but yeah, the new Underworld was, I mean, obviously it was not as bad, as Resident not Resident anywhere Evil. near as bad as, as, uh, as Resident Evil, but definitely not good. Wow. And just moments where you just, I'm sitting there with my, my head in my palm, just looking at the screen, just bored, which is the biggest thing you can have with the action film Yeah, is just sit there and you're bored during the action. Oof. You're just like waiting for this thing to wrap up so you can, that's bad. you know, leave that's and bad. come sit on the couch here and talk shit about it on the podcast that's bad because it's like how do you take you take a thing that I, I've loved and you just Ugh. shit that's unfortunate yeah <laughs> so don't so I do not recommend okay Resident Evil the final chapter okay yeah I won't I yeah I tr- even I, I tried to watch I've never seen it I tried to watch Hellboy last night um the first one the first one Never liked that one either. Yeah, I didn't even finish it. I maybe saw the first third of it or something, maybe the first act, and I just didn't enjoy it. Yeah. Same thing. It felt like overactory, and it was really um, very dated, and I just didn't like it. I, the I thing turned with, it off. The thing with, with with Hellboy, that first one for me, because it's funny, because I as much as I I didn't I didn't enjoy <laughs> first Hellboy, but I love Hellboy too. Oh, that's what I hear. Uh, that first one, I don't know. There was just something about it where. Yeah, like yeah. they were trying too hard to be maybe like witty or clever or like right. have this guy. Everything be... fell really flat. It did, yeah, yeah. yeah. It felt really, which is which is weird for you know uh, the director. What's his name? Um, Guillermo uh, del Toro. Yeah, del Toro. Yeah. But I saw that first one. I was like, oh, well, yeah. this is kind of a, a whiff. Yeah. And the second one came out, and I didn't even see it in the theater. I think I might have just rented it when it came out on DVD. And I was like, wow, like this, this is fun. Okay. Is an adventure. Like all right, it, I'll check it out. All it, it it completely corrected all of the the issues I had with the first one. Okay. Because uh, it 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 felt more in line with the comic book. Yeah. And watching it kind of felt like it had a sense more sense of fun to okay. it. Okay. Uh, and it was a really cool story. Uh, the creature designs were great. The villain was cool, and it was all these things were like, oh man, like this is what I wanted to see okay. in that first one. Okay. But no, I highly recommend all right, I will. the second. And and it's a shame because like they have Hellboy, you can you can you know stream it on Netflix. And they've had it up there for at least two years now, and I'm like, I don't want this. Where, why are you? Why do you not give me Hellboy yeah. too? Like, yeah. <laughs> they're like, nope, I'm not giving you that one. We'll give you this <laughs> shitty first one. Yeah, it's hard, man. Okay, so we don't have a lot of time. Like, unfortunately, I gotta go, uh, go yeah. a little bit. So there's a bunch of stuff I wanted to talk about. We wanted to talk about. I don't think we'll have time for the wrestling stuff. Yeah, no, no that's fine. It's fine. Okay. Actually, the uh, the Rumble is tomorrow, so I'm looking forward to that. Okay, because I did watch. All the matches you told me to watch, and I have a lot that I want to talk about. That oh, did you? But, yeah, oh hell yeah, you watched them. But we'll do that uh, next time. But we still right. we still have a little bit of time though. Um, so one thing you brought up was talking about 2016 movies that you wanted to yeah mention. yeah. So what what are your oh man I I had a list 
And I forgot it. Would you write it on paper? Like a savage? I know. I know. <laughs> but I can, well. You can just look up 2016 movies and. I can. I might, yeah. All right, here. I'll, 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 you go. You go. I'll do mine. I put a list on my phone like a. Yeah, why? I don't know why I didn't use my notepad oh, app. <laughs> okay. I am a savage. So I, I didn't see that many m- movies in 2016. And I also didn't see, I think I only saw like mainstream movies. Um, yeah, so did I. I didn't really see any like independent films, which is dumb because that's where a lot of really amazing stuff is. But for what I saw, I'm gonna pick a few that I. Uh, Are you ranking these in order? No. Okay. No. Yeah. Um, so I, I think my favorite movie of 2016 is Rogue One. I I lo- love it so much. And then Deadpool was also 2016 and Civil War. So for like a nerd movies. It was a good year. It was a great year it was for a really, to be really a nerd, strong man. year. Yeah. Um I, I like the last Star Trek movie as well. Um, but I wouldn't put it in like my you know, top whatever. Yeah, I wouldn't either. But I enjoyed it. Um Can I just say before you go on, you yeah. said you mentioned Deadpool. Yeah. You didn't like it? Uh I I did. Yeah. I did. I didn't like it as much as everybody else though. Really? Yeah. Cause people really love that movie. Yeah. And I saw it and I was like, oh wow, well, yeah, that's it's I love good. it. I have so much fun in that movie. I've seen it twice, and for me, it's good. Right. Which is which again, it's fine. I mean, I'm not shitting on it at all. Right. But people, I think, have it doesn't elicit this. Uh, yeah. So, and I'm like, what am I missing? Because mm-hmm. because people do love it intensely. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, I, I mean, I thought it was fine. There, it's very. Uh, they got the character right, which is obviously the most important thing. Yeah. But the but the movie as a whole though, was very it's a love your story. basic. It's a love story. It's a guy getting his girl back. It was great. Yeah. The execution <laughs> With of it was... Uh, eviscerations. Yeah. It was... The execution was a little lacking. You know, okay. Thought. But I still enjoyed it. But okay. I'm sorry. I just no, had no, to no. mention that. So those three uh, films I, I loved. And then, other than that, um, Green Room... Yes. ...is definitely in there. I was floored by that movie. I didn't know anything about it. I just knew, oh, there's some Nazis in it. Okay. You recommended that to me? And I saw it, and it was amazing. Yeah, that movie is great. Oh, I guess that's an indie movie. So there's an indie movie there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but that I loved Green Room. Amazing. Uh, and then I really, really liked Don't Breathe. Yeah. I loved, I really liked it a lot. It was so well done, so much, it was so claustrophobic and tense. I saw that with uh, a, a couple friends of mine, uh, Kevin and Austin, and I think Karina and her boyfriend. I'm sorry, I can't remember your name. Uh, but yeah um, my boys and yeah man I I really liked that movie I I thought it was so fun and simple you know it's just you know those are I mean you don't need to be people try to make this stuff way too yeah sometimes the simple premise that's all you need totally Um, I like I like Dobry too that was a very very good I really liked it and even like normally when a movie ends like seven times I'm like fuck yeah. but every time it ended and then it kept going and then it ended and kept going I was like oh, I'm with it I'm still with it it was dope yeah yeah it was really good really tense I liked it a lot um, <clears throat> The Nice Guys did you see The Nice Guys Russell yeah, Crowe yeah yeah Shane Black directed that I'm a big Shane Black fan. I loved that movie that I, was a good movie I didn't know anything I didn't know what to expect either but I thought it was great there was a you know it, I forgot they came out that couple little year. lulls I was like alright you know this could be a clean up whatever uh but I had so much fun in that movie. I, I was gonna really say, enjoyed it. It's fun. It was yeah. like it was a throwback to the uh the buddy cop films and 
and the, the the setting was really cool too because it took place in you know LA in the seventies. Yeah, and it just yeah it had a really you know cool funky vibe. And to it was it. it was yeah cool funky vibe, yeah. and it was tongue in cheek, but also you know pretty brutal. And yeah, yeah. It was a very odd. They walked a very interesting line with that movie. I really like. I I thought it was good. Shane um, Black's the man. Shane Black, man. Uh, you know I really like Zootopia. Oh yeah, why are you saying it like that? Of course you did. Yeah. That movie's fucking it was fantastic, great, man. The, the social commentary was I've great. I've seen that movie like four times. It was really, really good. Like I, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, yeah, and I, I actually saw that at, uh, yeah, I saw it at the El Capitan, I think. Oh, did you? Yeah, so they did like a little animal show before. And no way. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever been in that theater. It's gorgeous. I mean, not in it's a, a lot, you know, a so lot of years. Balcony and amazing. yeah, it was, it was awesome. The screen is amazing. It was great. I really loved it. That's a really uh, good movie. fantastic. Yeah. And, uh, okay. So this last one, I went through all the other ones quickly to get to this last one. Okay, well, real quick. There was a couple movies I wanted to see, but I didn't. I wanted to see Hail Caesar, but I didn't. I wanted to see Moonlight, but I didn't. And then also Kubo and Moana. I wanted to see both of those, and I didn't see either. And so it's like, I, they're on my list. Um, the animated ones in particular are ones that I really want to see. But I know for a fact uh, that I'm... They're going to make me cry, and I just don't want to do what, that. What, the animated ones? Hell yeah. I don't think so. Fuck yeah. Kubo and the Two Strings and Moana? Yeah, man. No. Of course, every anime movie is the same, where it's like, yay in the beginning, and then everything goes to shit, and then you learn this really beautiful, heartfelt lesson. I ain't got time. I can't take that right now. I don't. From what <laughs> I know about sad from what to, I know to of watch Moana, and I, and I don't know much, but the people who, who, I'm not going to spoil anything, who have seen it, like, it's not that type of story. Okay. So I don't think it's a tear jerker. It's not a tear jerker. Okay. It's an uplifting movie, but it's not a it's not a tearjerker. Well, I cry at uplifting things. Oh, okay, well, yeah. my blood in your I cry at everything right now. I actually do. I actually cry. I, at still, I don't want to cry too. right now. I'm crying too in much. In Kubo, yeah, I think there's some hardcore. Yeah. Shit but they there. both look great. And yeah. I really want to see them. Okay, so this last movie, I don't know if it's on my list because I'm really. Well, then why are we talking about it last? Because I have, because I have mixed <laughs> feelings. I have mixed feelings. Okay, so it's Ten Cloverfield Lane. Oh, love that movie. Okay. I've been wanting to see it for since it came out in yeah. February. I think it came out in February. Came out in March because I'm going through the list here. Okay, and it says March. So March. So when it was announced in 2015, I was so hyped because I loved Cloverfield. Yeah, I'm a too. big fan. I'm, and I know people hate like the found footage shaky cam stuff, but whatever. That movie is great. So good. So I was like, okay. I it's, think it's one of the best of that of that genre of film. I, I think it's my favorite <clears throat> found footage film. Um, so I was like, okay, it's tied to it, you know, tangentially, but it, it's there. It's, yeah. it's in that world. So I was like, okay, I'm in. So excited. So I waited like, it was announced way early in 2015. So it came out what, eight months later. I didn't go see it. And I didn't watch it until like last week. We talked about it on the, on the podcast before, didn't we? I don't think so. Okay. Maybe we just talked. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. So maybe we talked about Cloverfield at some point, like yeah, privately. Maybe. So I finally watched it. When? When did you see it? Last week? Okay. So it's still fresh in your mind. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the, all, the, the first two acts, I liked. Uh-oh. But there was something lacking Uh-oh. for me. I don't know what it was. Like, okay, one, John Goodman is amazing. Yeah. He's always amazing in everything. But, and I love how often people forget about him. Right. And he just reminds everybody. By the way, I'm yeah, the fucking Yeah, by the way, I'm, I'm, I'm this dope. Yeah, he's like, yeah. I was dope in Roseanne, but... Nobody cares because yeah. it's a sitcom, even though it was a drama, dramatic sitcom. He was great in that. But I haven't seen him do anything where I wasn't 
very impressed. He's, he's usually, in any, regardless of the movie he's in, He's all you. You can always count on him. Yeah. To bring to bring the A game. Like he's yeah. he's the most he's he's a very underrated without uh, actor. Doubt. You see him in Red State. You seen Red State? I haven't seen Kevin Red Smith. State. Holy shit! You should see Red I, State. I'm like not into Kevin Smith at all anymore. It's not a it's not a quote Kevin Smith movie. I'm a Kevin Smith fan. It is not. Yeah, I, this came back like years ago. It yeah, maybe long time ago, right? ten or eleven. Yeah. It's, it's been a while. Watch. I didn't it. know he was in it though. It Red State is like Green Room. Right. It's oh, like that type okay. of movie where it's crazy and harsh and amazing. And John Goodman's in that. Oh, okay. And he's I had a the different shit. take on it. I thought it was like. It's not like a Mall Rats or. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, I love Kevin Smith. But like, yeah, it's not like that. All right. All right. Totally different. Totally, total departure for him. Well, you steered me right on Green Room. So I'll I'm check out Red, check out Red, Red State. State. Red State. Red State. Right. Okay. So yeah, John Goodman's the shit. So the whole, the first two acts. Um, you know, it's John Goodman, the woman, I don't know her name, and the other guy, I don't know his Mary name. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Okay. Oh, I love oh, you like her. Yeah, like I do. Yeah, I yeah. do. She, 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 she can get it. Oh, damn. Hey, she could get it. And then the other brother, I don't know what his name is. Yeah. The white guy, I don't know. Yeah. So they're trapped in this little bunker and all this stuff about, you know, you can't go outside because the air is toxic and this and that. And I liked all of it. And him trying to create this home and they discover he's actually like a crazy yeah. murderer and he killed a girl because he... His daughter left and stuff. He's a crazy guy. All that stuff I love. There was something missing, though. In, I don't know what it was, but there, I didn't have a feeling of tension. No? It was, it was, I did, but it wasn't huge. Like when I watched like Don't Breathe, for example, it's like, oh, shit, this is tense. Yeah. So I was missing a little bit of that, but I still totally enjoyed it. So I, I, I was on board. I'm like, I'm in it. I like this movie a lot. And then the third act. She gets out. Yeah. And I was so fucking happy. All right. I was, I was, you <laughs> I was you had me so going. I didn't, I didn't know which way you were going with that. Because I've talked to people where that third act, it, was the it shit. swayed them either one way or the other. Right. They're like, okay, I liked it. Now I hate it. Or I really didn't care for it. Now I love it. It was that put me up. Because I, I was enjoying it. The first two yeah. acts I was enjoying. And, and, and how she gets out. Like from that moment, like melting him and like him shooting the other guy. I yeah. was like, oh, spoilers. Yeah. I was yeah. like. Oh, should have saw it already. This guy really, that was a very slow burn to that. And I was like, this is the fucking shit. Yeah. It's the fucking shit. Yeah. So I, I was like, okay, it's in my list. I I, okay, good, good. I love it. Because I, I loved that. And, and my, my thing watching the movie is that, you know, when she does make it out, I was getting fearful. I was like, because I kept waiting. Like, where's the, right. where's the strong tie? To Cloverfield, yeah, because I was I was actually starting to get disappointed that oh this is just it like maybe they're because it's just something that happened and, yeah, yeah you know and and so we're not going to see this movie really connect with Cloverfield so I was starting to get the, you know a little like oh man but she gets out and then yeah and then you realize that oh shit and for me like I got so giddy and I felt and I think it was it was effective because I felt so bad for her yeah like it really put a lot of heat. On just her situation where it's like you just spent three-fourths of the movie with her in this really dire kind of mess up situation with this with this man who in John Goodman's performance was so great because it was very understated. Right. He played it but, very straight. But he but there was this simmering undercurrent where you could totally he was he had he had it in him to just snap and be yes. volatile. So you never really could, you know, you know, ping him down really. And that for me, that would create a, a lot of the tension mm-hmm. when they were trapped in there. So she spends all this time trying to free herself. She finally makes it out after that whole ordeal, you know, battling him and trying to 
you know, uh, yeah, to use the acid and all that kind of stuff to, to get free. She makes it out, discovers that the air is not toxic and all that kind of shit. And you're like, oh, man. And then the fucking aliens appear. And you're like, and she's and just her reaction. And they've been there. Like, they're, they're running been the world there. at this yeah. point. Hunting people. Yeah. And her reaction just the exasperated look where she was like, you gotta be fucking yeah. kidding me. I just got, Fuck, I just went so through this good. thing and now I got to deal with this. And I love just how they do the aliens. Yeah, They're me all too. very unique and they are. so different. The and designs are cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and you're right. Like, they did, they did just enough world building uh, to let you know that, yeah, they had been there for some time because well, they had scouts. But it's, it's been like, a, like, I think a couple weeks maybe, like since Cloverfield. Right. So it's not like it's years or something, but it, so it's right, semi-recent. Yeah. It's still recent, yeah. But it's like yeah, it just they, happened. But there, it's this is a thing that's around now. Yeah. yeah. But I but yeah, that shot where you see the uh, like scout ship or whatever, uh. kind of just patrolling, looking for like you said, looking for the the humans, round them up or whatever. And she makes that noise. What you trying to start the car? Start the car, yeah. And then like little scout thing hears it. The ship throws that alien at yeah. her, like that little dog yep. alien that oh that and, ate it, up that other lady. Exactly. Yeah. Oh man, I loved it. It was and great. Then, and then she, and then you know, she at the end when she's on, she's driving. She hears on the radio uh, that call for hey, if you're heading in a direction, you know, you can come this way to. I guess I'm not sure if they were saying to, to to aid in the resistance or whatever. Right. One way was like come here to for, for a safe haven, safe, or come here to fight to fight. So she and went. she's at that at in the car, and she's like, you know what? I'm in fighting mood fuck right now. So fuck it. And she goes. And I'm like, yeah! yeah. I was like pumping my fist. I loved it. Me too. I loved it. I, I think like my. Uh, apprehension in the beginning while I was watching it was one like been a rough couple weeks for me and then I was tired and so I was like eh, I don't know so I, I was probably in a weird funk when I started it but yeah then once that third act started I was like this yeah. is the shit and I love movies that are that are like slow slow burners like that that are very slow and you know uh, takes a while to get things going yeah. whether I mean whether it requires it or not but very you know slow paced film mm-hmm. Only for that third act to just kind of take it up and not yeah. completely. Because I've seen some movies that, like, that like do Death that. Like Proof or something. Like, or right. Any, any like Death Proof. Yes. Like, exactly. Uh, like, thank you so much. Because yeah. it's the tone, the tonal shift is the same in that movie as it is here. But, and, but it works. Gearing toward, like, it's, it's gearing very, toward it, yeah. Even in Tarantino movies, which are very erratic and all over the place, it is a straight line to build to whatever this explosion to was, is going to be. Exactly. At the end. Everything is leading to this. But you're going to forget that because it's just... A lot of dialogue yeah. and a lot of building and world creating. So when it happens, you're gonna it's, you're gonna care, it's and gonna and, it, and it feels earned. Yeah, earned. That's a good, it feels that's a good earned. Yeah. It felt earned and death proof, and it definitely does, in my opinion, in, in uh, Cloverfield. Lane. Oh, Cloverfield. Lane, yeah. Uh, but yeah, and Glorious too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but you're right. Yeah, it's yeah, like everything. Lane. It's like packing that powder, you know, and like dynamite. Get it all nice and tight. Yeah, and then it's like okay, boom. You so, know, shit starts to happen. I loved it, man. I took Cloverfield Lane. I really, yeah. When that, I got so happy, I was smiling here by myself, just like, oh, it's a great movie. It, it's yeah, great. it's it's and it's a fun movie. Yeah, you know, from start to end, it's just it's yeah. just a really fun movie. Performances are good, and it's small. I mean, they're in one room. Yeah, and then they're outside of that room. Yep, that's it. That's it. That's the entire. There's three people or four people in it, four humans in it. Yeah, and then one is you know only for a few seconds, and then there's like three aliens. Three aliens, and yeah. that's it. And it was dope. Yeah, that's all you need to make yeah. a movie, you know. Yeah. All right. Uh well I mean how much time do we have um I don't know fifteen minutes all right well I'm gonna I'll make this quick so there was a lot of good it was it was a good year for movies yeah uh 2016 I mean a lot of the movies you said are ones that I put on my my mm-hmm. list 
but when I think back last year and the ones that really stick with me, I'm actually going to steal Cloverfield. Hell yeah. Because that's one. Uh, it happened so early in the year they actually kind of forgot that it yeah. came out in 2016. But that's one. Uh, Captain America, mm-hmm. Civil War. Mm-hmm. Um, not, De- not Deadpool. It was fine, but whatever. <laughs> it was okay. It didn't really... Did, no, I'm not a hater at no, all. It just didn't really wow me that all that much. Yeah. Um, Rogue One mm. was a Star Wars film that I've been waiting on. Um, so I really enjoyed that. But the one that, I don't know, really kind of resonated with me the most out of all of those. And I love those films that I mentioned. I'm, you know, have watched and I, I've seen Civil War like five times already. Was Nocturnal Animals. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, Nocturnal. Me, I still haven't watched it. You yeah. told me to watch it. I'm gonna, I'm it came out, I think, maybe November, uh, the end of the year. Amy Adams, uh, Jake uh, J- Gyllenhaal, Gyllenhaal, Gyllenhaal yeah. uh, Michael Shannon, the dude from Kick-Ass, Aaron Taylor Johnson, I think uh-huh. his name is. And like, I'm not going to... Was it my favorite film of the year? It was definitely one of my favorites. Is it my number one? I don't know about that. But it's if it's not number one, it's you, like you, you it's in my top three. You connected with it. I did. Yeah. I did. And in a weird way, because it's not like it's anything that I myself ever went through. Because I mean, it's but it's something that is just relatable just by the virtue of you just being a man, I felt. Mm. And it was such, we were talking earlier about Cloverfield, how Cloverfield was just such a small movie. And and small meaning, well, you know, the location, like the, the setting was very small. This film was small just in its uh, its scope in terms of like the the problems, the issues that are going on is a personal one. Just between two people. You know, the you know, uh, no one's life is in danger. There's no uh, you know, threat to humanity. There's no, you know, hostage. There's no, there's nothing too big. It's basically, it's, it's between the relationship between this man and this woman. And they're a complicated relationship in how the decisions that she made, Amy Adams, come back to effectively kind of bite her in the ass. Mm-hmm. And how, how, the, the, how that decision reflected in how, you know, Jay Gyllenhaal, how he had to deal with that. Okay. And that's it. Mm-hmm. And it's a very simple story, but it's, it's such a good watch because you're seeing. So I don't know. Do you know anything about it? No. All right. So Amy Adams just starts out. She's this uh, art uh, dealer. She worked in this gallery, or whatever. Uh, and quick synopsis: she, her, and Jake in their past, they got together. Uh, maybe like straight out of college or whatever. Or, or actually, I think they might have still been in college. Um, she knew that she knew Jake's character because Jake's character was best friends with the brother. And then they start dating. Okay. Uh, it ends. Be the writer, struggling writer, and you start to see, you know, how their relationship starts to fracture. Where at first she's, you know, all about this guy because she loves how, you know, just him and you know his creativity and all this kind of stuff. But Amy Adams' mom is kind of in her ear saying, "This guy can't provide. You know, why are you going to marry him? You know." And at the time she's rebelling, like, "No, but I love him." Da da da. But soon you find out that yeah, the mom was right that, you know, he really can't. And Amy starts, you, know, you see her character's frustration over him because mm-hmm. she's like, well, just get a job. This whole right thing's not working out for you. Da, da, da. So you see them starting to fracture and they eventually split due to this one pretty cataclysmic event, which they won't want to spoil. Okay. Um, and so they break things off. She meets up 
uh, getting married with this other businessman. So you're seeing, so these things are being intersected during the course of the movie. She's not happy with this new man. Uh, they're very distant. He's having an affair. You know, she kind of knows about it, but doesn't really lit on. But they're both unhappy. And she receives this uh, manuscript in the mail mm-hmm. from Jake's character. And it's his book that he wrote called Nocturnal Animals. And it's a, it's a novel. He finally finished it. And so he, she opens it up on the inside. You know, he dedicates it to her, her character. And she kind of throws it for a loop. Like, wow, like, haven't heard from him in forever. And like, why would he dedicate anything to me yeah. based on what I did? And so she starts reading the book. And so once she starts reading it, there's another film inside the film where the... Reading. No, of the, of, of the contents of the book that right, she's reading, right, being right. played out by Jake's character, even though it's not the character that he who wrote the book. Oh, cool, cool. In this other sub-story, he's playing the husband. And then um, this other actress is playing uh, Amy Adams' part. And then their daughter. And it's this... In, in, the, in the, the, the movie that they use to tell the, the, book, the book is really fascinating. Because hmm. it's basically they're, they're going, they're driving cross-country, these hicks kind of run him off the road. Uh, Aaron, the kick-ass character, he's like the leader of these, this Hicks, and okay. ends up doing horrible things to this family, uh, you know, rapes the wife and the daughter, like all those horrible things, wow. and then he tries to get revenge. And so the movie is basically going from her reading this book and then you seeing the, the story play out to her dealing with stuff in her real life. And it all comes together at the end, and it's just... Um, it's haunting, it's mm. beautiful, it's realistic. As much as you were kind of hoping for something else to happen, right? it kind of, it doesn't leave you so much in a, in a depressed or down state. Let's say, hey, sometimes things don't work Just out. Just sometimes things don't work out. And sometimes yeah. the decisions you make, it's like, yeah, there's not going to be the happy ending that you were expecting. But for me, I, I also left that ending thinking that, well, okay, this particular thing didn't work out how she wanted it but i i felt and there's nothing that it's just something that i just thought of in my own head my own my own take on it was that she now has it within her to at least get out of this situation where she's obviously not happy right and it she, you know if, if if anything i feel i felt that character would leave that situation and say okay well that's not happening but you know what i don't just i don't have to be this miserable and I'd like to think that she would take it upon herself to to better situation. Great movie, man. Wow. Uh, directed by heavy. a fashion designer. Oh, wow. Tom Ford. Okay. Do you yeah, know Tom Ford? I just know the name. Just from, from hip-hop Jay-Z, stuff, right? Yeah. yeah, that's how I know him. I'm like, Tom Ford. But yeah. But yeah. he directed. I, I think it's his second film okay. or third film. Sounds but it's, it's 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 great. I mean, it's the perform. Michael Shannon actually is nominated for an Academy Award. Is that right? For it, yeah. For a mm-hmm. uh, supporting actor. He's awesome in it. But please see it. Okay. I will because it sounds heavy. It, it, it's not though. This thing, like I'm making okay. it sound heavier than it okay. is, and that's the thing. Like you'll see, it, I just, yeah, I'm staying really far away from anything. It's like not. That. It's it's not heavy like that. It really okay. isn't. I think that's why I like it so much because it kind of the way that it was advertised, and even when you start watching it, you start to, you're thinking to yourself like, oh man, like what the fuck? Like this is gonna be some heavy duty shit. What's happening? But then you realize it's like, oh, oh, okay. Well, that's that's sad. All right, I'll check it but, out, man. Yeah, and like that's why I said it's very just personal. It's a relationship. It's, at the end of the day, outside of all the bells, it's just, it's a it's a movie about a relationship that went wrong. Wow, there was one other movie. I, I definitely will check that out. Um, there was one other movie that came out that I saw last year that I didn't like. I didn't think it was a very good movie, but the 
themes in it and what it dealt with were like really fucking heavy and like hit me home because there's a lot of stuff. This girl on the train. I I didn't think the movie was very good. It wanted oh, to be yeah, a mystery. Yeah. It just I it, wanted to see it that. Didn't feel like that. And it wanted to be this. And it, it just and then a lot of the behaviors of these people were weird and unrealistic. But the themes of like um, you know uh, depression and alcoholism and dealing you know, in relationships, dealing with somebody with depression. Um, alcoholism, uh, uh, intense de- uh, deceit and betrayal and lying and cheating and all these things in, in, in marriages and stuff. And like, it was an interesting film for me because I, again, I, I didn't think it was very well made. Yeah. But those things, like, from seeing from both sides, like, oh, I relate to it, uh, it, it on both sides of these things. And it, that was like a really intense feeling. But again, I don't think the movie was very good. It was just like, this happens to hit hard for me, but like, the movie itself, I was like, meh, whatever. But it was just yeah. interesting. I've seen movies like that. Yeah, where, and I guess that yeah, you know, you. So it, you felt something, right? The movie elicited some kind of right. you know feeling, which yeah. at the end of the day is some positive you can lay uh, you know against it. But I, I heard when it came out that it was it got very kind of yeah. It's not like it was offensively bad. It wasn't right. definitely wasn't Resident Evil yeah. Six or I, whatever the hell it was. Bruh, bruh, nothing. <laughs> Nothing is a Resident Evil. Anything that makes they me want to see room. it. Like that makes me want to see it. Like when we when we used to do our bad movie night. Like we it, should. Okay, we should. I'll watch it again with you because Holy honestly, shit. I would I would probably have I will take. We can I'll watch it right now. Dreamers. I got a I got a um a uh, Amazon Fire Stick that oh, is yeah? like what quote jailbroken, so I can watch movies that are in the theater right now. No the sure. quality is you know mediocre, but we should definitely do that, man. All right, I'm down because I I I probably have more fun just watching you watch this. Movie. Oh fuck! Looking at your reactions. I'm down, dude. Because I went through a bunch of force, so I'm like, hey, I know what to expect. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to look at you and just like, yep, that just happened. All right, yep. I'm down. I'm d- okay, so wait, I'm going to make a note. So I got to watch Nocturnal Animals. You got to watch Red State. Yeah. And then... Maybe- I, haven't, I haven't seen the Kevin Smith movie in forever. Like I said, I'm a really big Kevin Smith fan. Have you but seen like, Yoga Hosers? No. I haven't brought myself to watch it. Like, I, I know it's silly and weird and whatever. And I, I saw Tusk um, in the theater. that come out last year? No, it was two years ago. Um... And it's like I liked Tusk because it was so. I do bad. want to see that too. Uh, but the idea, like, I, I don't know if you know, but like him and his best friend and producer Scott Mosier, they came up with that idea idea on a podcast. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, I've heard the story about that. Yeah, so I, I I heard that podcast and I was like, "Fuck, that's rad!" And then like he started just making the movie. So that whole process, I was really invested in and in love with. That like these two guys that I like were talking about nonsense they had read a silly story and then they just started talking about wouldn't it be funny if there was a horror movie where a guy tried to turn a man into a walrus and then they just made that movie and put it out within like a year so just that idea I was like this is beautiful this is why I like indie film is a guy who can just be like this is a dumb idea let's make a movie okay but he can do it though boom and he can call on his friends you know hey let's make this movie I actually heard Tuss was good it, it wasn't bad it I, I enjoyed it. I thought I was laughing my ass off in the theater. I was having a very fun time watching it. Um, so yeah, I, I'm not saying I, I liked Tusk, uh, but he's he's taken on this like different path as a filmmaker where yeah. it seems like he's uh, he's just in this like make whatever I'm thinking like, that is yeah, yeah phase, which is fine. Red State is not that movie. Okay, Red State is very different. Um, I'm not going to tell you anything about it other than. It's intense the way Green Room, Green Room, it hits you when you're like, whoa, this is crazy. All right. 
but it's like that. Um, I'll uh, I'll I'll try to check it check it out this weekend. Okay, uh, maybe yeah. I can rent it on Amazon or something like that. I'm sure. Google. And I would love. I, I, it might still be on Netflix. I think it was on Netflix. Was it? Yeah. Let me check. check it might. Out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then, yeah, I really want to talk about all the the wrestling matches that uh, you had me watch because I, I I do have a lot to say about it, and I'm, I I was so excited. I wish I didn't have to work today. I was like, fuck. Um, well, who, well, just say, just give me like one thing. Just say one one thing about it about uh, what, what matches that I, I don't need to look. Real one quick. was Shinsuke. Nakamura. Yeah, I, I think a couple of them were. Um, where was it? But I, you know, I haven't watched professional wrestling. I don't, yeah. I don't know how long. Uh, they don't have it right on streaming. But Amazon, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, or I could put it on a f- flash drive or something if you wanted it. But uh, yeah, Shinsuke and Samoa Joe. Yeah. Two two of their matches. Um, and you know, I, I knew who Samoa Joe was because of my, my favorite burger shop that I go to grill them all just down the street. Uh-huh. It's like, a, they have a burger named after Samoa Joe. What? Yeah. Yeah. So I, when I saw, him, I was like, Oh, Samoa Joe, like the burger. Yeah, he's from LA. Maybe. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. But, um, shout out to grill them all. <laughs> <laughs> check uh, it out. Oh man. So the, the first match. I'll just talk about the first one. No, because that'll leave me on a huge tangent. I'm sorry. That was the one I really wanted. To, but it was interesting. Um, but the the last one, the one that you really liked, that had great ring work, two different guys. It was a black guy and a Japanese guy. Black guy and a Japanese guy? Black guy and a Japanese guy? I don't remember. That. I have it, have it written. I think it's on my iPad, the names and everything. But I was surprised. Like... Oh shit! Well, I, I don't want to get into it because yeah. I have a lot to say about okay. it. And I really, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited to talk to you about it because since you're a wrestling fan and you're yeah. in the industry, doing that around all that all the time, uh, I'm really excited to talk about it. All right, so all right. We'll, next, next podcast. That's the hook for the next podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, are we calling this? Are we, do we? Is it? Uh, what? We'll get to it next. time. We'll get to it. Yeah. yeah. The name. Talking about the name of the, yeah. the show. Yeah. What are you leaning towards? I don't know. I kind of feel. I mean, it's a bombcast, but we should maybe yeah. just stick with that. Uh, yeah, I think it doesn't matter. I liked off the ten. I think it's great. Um, bombcast is good. Every <laughs> the people I ask are like off the ten. Yeah, Connie. She's the only one I ask, but yeah. she's, she she liked off the ten. Yeah, but damn, off the 10 too. I don't know. Like, do you want to go through a plug? Is it going to be a difficult to no. change it and all that? No, it's not difficult at all. We don't know. We don't have a name. Go yeah. fuck yourself. It's Brian and Graham. We just call this. <laughs> The the no names yeah cast. Uh, you know, uh, yeah it's Brian and Graham podcast, Graham and Brian. podcast with Brian and Graham it's, it's not just, very catchy but yeah it's just us talking yeah we gotta come up with something but I'm down to use our names in some way yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 honestly, I don't, I don't care I just enjoy sitting here conversing with you brother me too brother I feel the same way well there you go happy new year yeah happy Peace. new year y'all